Welcome to episode 11 of Oral Phonic, a podfic podcast. Today we are having a fandom showcase for Teen Wolf. I'm one of your hosts, Jenna Pod, and I'm joined by Dardificus. Hello. So, Teen Wolf. Yes. So this is our first ever fandom showcase. It's a new thing we're going to try out. Um, kind of like the showcase we did for um pod together mm-hmm. and um i think we did one for itpa too didn't we that's true last year mm-hmm. um so basically yeah where we're talking about the event or the fandom in general and then highlighting some some good work mm-hmm. of pod pick in it yeah so yeah. let us know what you think it's an experiment yes but first before we get into the exciting and massively shirtless world of team wolf <laughs> <laughs> let's let's have a look if there's any news in the podficking world. Well, as usual, there is news, but we have kind of missed the boat on <laughs> the news being relevant. Um, Marvel Big Bang has allowed podficker participation this year, and they start posting uh, October, November. You've missed mm-hmm. the sign-up, so if you haven't signed up, you snooze, you lose. But it's a good thing to be aware of for next year. And every time, you know, a, a kind of big bang or a challenge accepts podfic, it's kind of a big thing to podfickers because usually in previous years it's been something that's been kind of a little kick in the face for a lot of podfickers, I think. Yeah, I definitely we're, – we're still not at the point where it's just automatic that yeah. you would be included. So I think we want to support and be a part of and listen to any challenges that are exactly aren't it and let them know that we're excited about you know partaking of the podfic yeah. i guess yeah yeah so um the second item is itpe so informal twitter podfic exchange is starting very soon um again the signups are over they ended on 9th of october so um just barely hopefully you've all signed up already and you're just excited for it um, because this is a really fun, pr- low-pressure exchange. Yeah. Um, I signed up. Did you? I, I'm not a joiner. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I'm like, I'm a joiner, else I'd never get anything else done. <laughs> I love ITP. I've done it for maybe every year. I'm not sure. Yeah. But look, I, I like seeing everyone get excited about it. Yeah. Yeah. It's a very um, squeeful yeah. kind of uh, exchange because everybody – is on Twitter going, yay, right after it happened and everybody has traded stuff. So that's kind of fun to see. Um, yeah, it, so it also makes me feel kind of oral phonic feel old because this is like the <laughs> second time that we've talked about. That's true. ITPE. As we said, we did the ITPE showcase, which mm-hmm. means last year we're only two – Let's see, well, today, it's October. Yeah, so well, next I mean, this is our 11th will be episode, our, so next month will be – yeah, that'll be it. We've done a full year. Yeah. Who knew? Yeah, I know. How awesome of us. <laughs> Did you think we'd We're last a year? I was hoping, but yeah, you know. 
many a thing has um, crashed and burned in a shorter time. <laughs> I feel good about it. Yeah. And it, we we haven't lasted a year yet, so let's not get ahead let's of ourselves. Let's not get ahead of There's still time, listeners. <laughs> yeah, just to end up news, as well as, you know, asking for talkbacks and things, if you have something you want included in the news section, we know we often miss things or, as we've evidenced, <laughs> announce them after the sign-up thing. So it would be great if you tweeted us or sent us a message on any of our social media just to say, hey, um, I'm doing this or I know this exists. And it'd be great if you guys highlighted it because we, we want to let people know what's out there, potpicking community-wise, definitely in time for them to sign up. Preferably. <laughs> so, yeah. And that's the news. <laughs> so Leitra gave us a talk back. Um, she's been catching up on some of our episodes. Um, she's sad that we don't get talkbacks. The second reason is I honestly cannot understand why you haven't had talkbacks the past couple of months. Because you guys are awesome and you totally deserve them. And I said, Aww. we're sad too. <laughs> I know. Thank you for your amazing talkback that talked about three different episodes. It's very exciting. Yeah. And and proof that you can talk back uh, an episode that isn't the last one mm-hmm. will we'll happily respond, even if it was, you know, a year ago. Mm. I was just going to say that the part that I loved about her, well, that I agreed with about her talk back, was that she loved the episode Parika did, um, the kind of sound, um, sound effect oh, kind me- of editing episode. No, I, I think, I mean, she did, she, she commented particularly on the yeah, fact she, that she loved, she loved that music, episode. Sound effect edited, uh, music and sound effects episode had pieces mm. of the Podfix included in, and she said, thanks to whoever edited it, the person yeah. who edited it Which was Podica. Yeah. So thanks. To her. And, um, and yeah, I think we, we think it's a good idea. We, uh, hopefully this episode yes. will have some pieces of the <laughs> Or I can just edit that part out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if, if not needed. <laughs> oh goodness um she also talked about um using a karaoke version to sing when including music which i think was based off just a quick comment by Padika about not being able to sing which Mm. i've definitely said before as Mm. well um and it is a shame when you when you need music or or when you feel like music would be great in a podfic and you don't feel like you yourself I mean, not not music like a, a composed piece, but you a person actually singing. Mm. That's quite a, a barrier when yeah. <laughs> you're just like can't sing. So, so that was one another option that people could try. Kind of interesting. Yeah. Uh, and then on to still on episode nine, um, a little hint about because we were saying the sound levels can sometimes be a bit sketchy with with music and sound <laughs> effects. She's just saying an easy way to kind of keep on top of that is to check by listening with both your earphones and the speaker because a lot of the time there will be a difference in, in what you're hearing depending on what you're listening through. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. Not only just earphones and speaker, but also, you know, don't just listen to it in your editing program, you know, uh, yeah. put it into iTunes or on your phone or whatever and and listen to it. Personally, I really like to listen to it out and about. Like if, yeah. like I tend to listen to Podfic on the tube. So my own Podfic, I try to also do a listen through at least partially on the tube because it gives you a really good idea of how ambient noise outside of, you know, yeah. yourself is going to affect it, the listening yeah. experience. I mean, not everyone cool. listens in a silent, still room. Right. Yeah. 
Exactly. So you, you want it to be able to still be a good experience for the listener. Yeah. And then she talked about episode 10, where we were talking about um, non-podficker collabs, just kind of discussing how recording a story that was written specifically for podfic is really cool because the author will do things and add things that wouldn't work just for the written world alone, which I think we've definitely talked about, Mm. you know, mostly relating to pod together, but just that idea of like, there's so much more freedom and interesting things that are happening because of, of that particular um, collaboration method where they're thinking, how is this thing I'm writing? How will it work for the spoken word? Not just what a person's going to see on, on the page, but reaching out to others for collaborating and how rewarding it can be. And what a great way to make friends, yeah. which is definitely true. Um, I mean, that that has to be kind of one of the top reasons why people do it. Mm-hmm. Creating those relationships and, and the yeah, how awesome it feels getting that end result. My main experience with collaborating is, again, through Pod Together. And this year I managed to create Soulmates and Sound, which was absolutely amazing and really fun to do. Soulmates and Sound was a Flash Arrow CW fic um, where the characters heard background noises uh, whenever their soulmate was in the room. So the story would really just not be the same if you didn't hear it. Um, And that made it really fun to record. Yeah, I think Pod Together deserves a lot of credit for just bringing people together across the kind of author pod vicar divide. And, you know, I'm sure that people who just kind of thought, oh, this sounds kind of interesting, have found Podfic through it as well. Um, And and we hear again and again, people say we were joined up in the first pod together and then we did three more, (laughs) you know, joining as a group or me and my friend decided to do it. And then we did it every year or whatever. So it's definitely one of those things where... Um, where it's kind of addictive. Yeah. Which actually, our yes. second talk act <laughs> from Fleur Richard also spoke exactly about that. Yeah. Um, and she she detailed actually quite carefully some of the collaborations she had done mm-hmm. for Pod Together again and again. You know, again, same thing. You know, having a team and and signing up as a team. You know, going in together and, and enjoying it. So. If you want to know more about that, her talk back is a great one to listen to. Yeah. And I, I do like what she said, that that it could get to the point when you're working that closely with someone, that the, the end product, you, you can't kind of easily differentiate which parts came from which person, which ideas each person was responsible for. And I don't know, that seems like a yeah. really cool idea. As a, as a pod ficker, usually, you know, it's pretty well, usually you're what, kind what is your part and what is your product, product? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's usually we're, we're so often working with something where you don't even, I mean, especially with blanket permission, yeah. you might not even talk to exactly. the person. Yeah. So, so yeah. So this idea that, that you're going to day to day kind of go back and forth and send bits and pieces. And mm. she talks about, you know, sending a recording and saying, do you think this works or, mm. you know, could I do it this way? And then the other person commenting on it, which is really cool. Yeah. And definitely, you know, what those kind of challenges, I would think, what they're hoping to achieve. Yeah. Um, And she also talked about getting out of your comfort zone um, with specifically towards Pod Together, where 
maybe uh, because and I think part of this is is the random pairing because mm-hmm. the author might write in a style or be doing something that you wouldn't normally pick. I mean, I think a lot of times, or at least I tend to go for kind of comfort stuff in podfic because mm-hmm. you podfic something that you love. Of course, that you, you podfic read something that you know that you're going to be good at, at podfic. Yeah, that as well. Exactly. So whereas with pod together, if you don't go the route where you're signing up together, if you go the route where it's a random um you know, pairing, they could, even though you're supposed to, you are paired on, on, um, fandoms, it doesn't mean that you're paired on writing style or on reading style or anything like that. So she was talking about monologues and how she hadn't really done long monologues, but in pod together she did Mm. and she really enjoyed it and, you know, kind of grew from it. And that's really cool. Yeah. And I did a monologue, which I hadn't done before. So this was a nice thing to try. And I don't think I would have done that without this challenge because, uh, first person perspective is usually not my favorite thing to read in fan fiction. So it would have been a bit unlikely that I have, that I would have done that without pot together. So, yeah. So thanks to Fleur and Litra for your talkbacks. That's awesome. We were very, <laughs> we remain very excited when people talk to us. It's probably not going away. <laughs> so on to Teen Wolf, the main topic yes. of this episode. Well, Teen Wolf... <laughs> <laughs> I know. You see uh, Padika very carefully getting out of this episode at the last minute. That, I'm, I'm That's sick. vicious. <laughs> uh, yeah, as I was listing possible, you know, <laughs> do this fandom, we could do that fandom. <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah, welcome to the Teen Wolf episode. <laughs> so I feel that we should have a disclaimer at the start because Jen feels like she's going to be <laughs> putting the stocks and pelted with rotten vegetables. <laughs> I, I'm just going to say, I feel that I am not like, not a real fan of this, but like, I'm, I'm, I feel slightly fake because I've only seen like, I don't know, three episodes of the show or but something. See, you're a fan of the fandom. You're not I am. Sure. I am a pure fan of the fandom because I have read tons of fic and I have listened to yeah. lots of pod fic. Yeah. <laughs> and look, I'm, but if you want me to talk about canon, it, <laughs> It will not it be won't accurate. Happen. <laughs> so, so yeah, I'm. I don't like the show. I think it had a lot of potential, but it was just mis mismanaged. Yeah. Um, I I, I remember um, Tacit peer pressured me into marathoning the first season while while on Twitter with her. And I, okay, it was just it was like a horrible dream. Like it's, it's so funny because I would think I'd like it because I I usually like those kind of slightly cheesy, a bit of a family show, so but also cheesy, a bit of. But there's no, I don't know. There's no logic or hurt. internal consistency, or <laughs> it's just terrible. Aww, we're really sorry, true fans of Teen Wolf, if you're out there <laughs> listening to us. <laughs> but we feel we should get this well, yeah, out, just... out of. So that you're not thinking this is going to be like a love letter to the show itself. It's del- it's definitely a love letter to the fandom, just not so much yeah. to Jeff Davis. I mean, <laughs> I think it's fully amazing. But and this has happened to me with other things, <coughs> hockey, um, <laughs> where, where I've read 
you know, consumed an incredible amount of fandom material for something I know literally nothing yeah. about. Yeah. And yet still feel like I somewhat know at least the fanon characters yeah. Yeah. and storylines, you mm-hmm. know, which says something for the world that fandom itself creates exactly. outside of the show, yeah. you know. Um, and I think part, I was wondering, I was thinking about this earlier today. I was wondering if a little bit of this also compares to my love of RPF fandoms mm-hmm. because I, cause that has like, no basis in reality. Yeah, yeah. Because that has no basis in reality. And really I've never been even a person who's an RPF fandom person who follows the people yeah. obsessively, you know, like Same. I've had friends like that. And I certainly, if you're on Twitter and whatever, it's impossible. Okay. I'm in one D right. It's impossible <laughs> not to see a million pictures and whatever, but I've never, you know, that's not really the way I totally interact. Yeah. I've always like really been in the phantom side of it where yeah. you're just reading the stories and listening to the stories and all that kind of stuff and, ta- and listening to the music and the same with bandom. But, and I think that's why these fandoms where I don't really interact with the source material still work for me because yeah. it's the exact same thing. And I don't, you know, think you get that... an idea of people through the thick. Yeah. I mean, fandom will always, it doesn't matter what, what the source material it, it is, they will always elevate it. I mean, it, it doesn't mm-hmm. matter what it is. We will always be getting the best of it in fandom. If yeah. That makes no, sense. I, I agree with that. Yeah. yeah. I think, I mean, I think it, it's not uncommon to enjoy a fandom and then check out the source material and be very disappointed. Yeah. yeah. And it's, it's not, you know, it's not always true because obviously sometimes great art makes people create Mm -hmm. but a lot of times fandom comes out of a gap in the original material that people are missing or you know it's not always true but it's it's certainly it's true a lot of the time yeah and evidently in teen wolf that gap is not enough styles and Derek hanging out (laughs) (laughs) based on the list of of fan works that we've been exploring the numbers of (laughs) today So what what got you into into the fandom then? Because obviously it wasn't um, the show. Yeah, yeah. I, actually, when I was in New York for that kind of informal Podficker meetup, mm-hmm. where where um, I was staying with KLB and then Podcast came down and whatever, we went out to stay for just for the day, have dinner at Heard the Wolf's house, mm-hmm. and we kind of sat around and record Heard the Wolf. Oh my god, and Heard the Owl's house. I was on the brain <laughs> oh, okay Al, don't be cross it's <laughs> <laughs> a compliment really <laughs> so we went to out for dinner at her the owl's house um <clears throat> and we sat around and like recorded some podvic mm. as you do mm. um and among we did many kind of experiments. We were just messing around, you know, recording stuff. But one of the things we did was, I think there were six of us and we decided to record something that where we all recorded something. We recorded the same story, but in different groups. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so we picked, and I don't know why we picked a Teen Wolf story. Like maybe somebody had meant to be recording it or something. But anyway, so we did three recordings of this story called Voicing My Concerns. Mm-hmm. Um, and Rena and I did one where I was Styles and she was Derek, and it was really fun. And they were all like, "Oh, you must have heard Teen Wolf before. You have a great style voice." And I was like, "No, I know nothing about it. <laughs> like, sorry." <laughs> but 
but basically he's a smart ass and I love yeah. reading smart asses. See, to me, like, Styles is like the Rodney McKay of, of Team Wolf fandom. And I loved reading Rodney McKay. Like just that kind yeah. of smart ass, fast paced. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean I think I think that kind of character always really appeals to me. Yeah. And so so yeah, so I did that and then promptly went home and like looked up all the Teen Wolf <laughs> fiction I think I could look for, you know. And so that was in I'm looking at it, that was in two thousand twelve, end yeah. of two thousand twelve. And I haven't really recorded, I've only recorded one other story, which was a pot together story since, but I've listened to a ton. So it's, it's definitely for me, it's one of those fandoms where it's mostly um, absorbing rather than putting out, which is, that sounds dirty. (laughs) (laughs) Absorbing rather than putting out. Oh, (laughs) Jen. This is going downhill already. Usually it goes downhill a lot earlier than now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So anyway, so that was mine and yours. I, I, look, I'm kind of a whore. So whenever, (laughs) like I'm always on the lookout for a new fandom. So I Could you not preface that by like fandom? (laughs) (laughs) No, Jen, I couldn't. (laughs) That's fine. Just, yeah, own it. So somebody, somebody on my, on my reading, like my dream with, list would have would have posted something and I would have read it and I would have been like, Yep, okay, I like the I like the dynamic here. I'm just gonna go look I'm gonna Google image them to see what they look like. And I'm like, Yep, they they're pretty good looking and yeah, that's all it takes really to get me into a fandom. But I th- Okay. Yeah. And actually considering when we looked at the dates trying to find the first story posted we think yours is the first story posted. <laughs> I, I, I can't Wolf, remember so. this. But, yeah, it, it looks like my um, A Door to See Your Eyes Fly was posted 14th of the April. 4th, 2012. And, I, look, that's yeah. that's the first I can find on Amplificathon and on the Audiofic Archive. So I'm assuming it's the first. A Door to See Your Eyes Fly. A Teen Wolf fic written by 1001 Cranes and read by Dodificus. Derek doesn't even know who Styles is for the first 16 years of his life. That seems almost criminal now. 16 years of Styles alive and on this earth and Derek didn't have any of them. Yeah, I think that's right because interestingly enough, that one that we recorded was only uh, October of the same year. Yeah. So it wasn't actually, there's not a huge gap in time there. And I don't really remember there being a ton out there, but I think that's probably when it started to kind of pick up. Yeah. And, I mean, when did Teen Wolf, well, it was going a long time before that, right? Because there's like five seasons or something. I don't know. Yeah, there you go. (laughs) Because I can remember on Twitter when people were getting into Teen Wolf fandom, there'd be all these hashtags about, you know, oh, I've been Teen Wolf door. I can't remember what the, ha- the hashtag was, but it was all these people being horrified that they'd like cracked and. <laughs> yeah, it's it's definitely one of those fandoms that has this this kind of weird shame attached to it. Like, <laughs> I, I know, like Slash Report, whenever they did the Teen Wolf episode, I think Prue wasn't even on it, and everyone was just like, "Oh God, yeah, it's the Teen Wolf episode." You know, like I think there's a certain aura surrounding. <laughs> Which is, I mean, there's tons of things that are ridiculous that we all partake of. I mean, well, I'm in 1D. I have nothing, <laughs> nowhere to go with that. So, but, um, but yeah, it's, I mean, it's a, now it is a giant fandom. It 
obviously Huge. fic, but also in podfic as mm-hmm. well. I mean, there are over 700 mm. podfic works. Now, this is based on on tags. There's like 750 in AO3 and almost as many on the audiofic archives. So, yeah. and, and if AO3 can be trusted, it's the second largest kind of podfic fandom. Um, but yeah, so Teen Wolf. And we also looked at who had the most podfics. <laughs> now, this is really difficult to tell, guys. So... Please do not shoot us or send us mean emails. Yeah, I said I said to you that we'd get an angry talk back about someone who's like, I've recorded <laughs> two hundred and you didn't include me. Yeah, if that's you, send us a talk back, but just <laughs> an angry one. That's all. I mean, all we did was look at names that we figured would be popular and and got the top the top four. Yeah, and I tried a little bit to go through the A to Z list on on AO3. You know, you can that's you can, impressive. Well, I got, you know, I kind of skipped every few pages. So, you know, because you can tell when people are posting a lot, but it's yeah. still really hard to tell. That's, Look, these, uh, these numbers are so high, I'd be surprised if we... Yeah, if yeah. anybody has. Because we found a lot that were in the kind of 20s and 30s. Yeah. And we thought um, that was a lot. And then we <laughs> we found yeah. Jinxie, who has posted 69 Teen Wolf Pod Yeah, figures. which is apropos, I think. Um, and then Chem80 has 58. And she's one of the ones I found... Just by going through that A to Z list, yeah. actually. Um, Rena Jenkins has 52. And poor old Rhea, 314, who usually, like, is the queen <laughs> of everything, <laughs> only has a measly 44 pod fix. I mean, what are you doing, 44? I have two. <laughs> so, um, so, yeah, good job, guys. You're on yeah. our list of the wow. top four. <laughs> that is, that's it's kind of it's I mean, an insane amount in like, one fandom. Really. That's, that's more than... A lot of podfickers have posted in total, like well, from all it means it means Jinxie has almost ten percent of all the Teen Wolf podfics that exist out there. Holy crap! So enjoy that. Yeah, <laughs> if, if if she would just do like six more, she'll have ten percent. <laughs> Challenge accepted. <laughs> you can't accept it for. I can accept it for anyone. <laughs> be like challenge thrown down um yeah so um and then then we had a look at what were the most kudos to mm. works and for that one i did filter for less than 100 words i think so that it did um chop out the ones where the podfic was posted with the story because that i don't feel that yeah. gives an accurate idea about who was there for the story and who was there for the podfic yeah, it's it's one of the unfortunate byproducts of, of things like Pod Together is that yeah. because you post together, your stats are immediately not accurate, which I think yeah. any of us who care about yeah. stats <laughs> will forever be sad about. <laughs> but I don't have a solution. So. No. But it was pretty un- – I found it pretty unsurprising. Like those top five readers are highly visible, well-known, you know, talented readers. Yeah, and you know what? Um, of the five, there was only one that I hadn't listened to, and it was because it was the kind of story that I wouldn't be into. Yeah. So I think that's I think that's pretty. And I think it's the same story that I haven't listened to. I've read it, but I thought that it would be too intense to listen to. Is it Let's the, see. The is second, it? Well, is it the second one? Is it? Yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> but that's I mean, funny. I know that reader, and I know that she's a good reader. So. Yeah. Exactly. Well, as we evidence. Uh, <laughs> So number one, 
And this is actually the first, I'm pretty sure it's the first Team Wolf podfic that I've listened to. Um, oh, really? And apparently yeah. everyone else as well sees it's number one. Yeah, I don't think I can remember what the first one, but um, yeah. Well, cause see, because see, so because is- I wreck things on my on my dream, list, yeah. I kind of have a good yes. idea about what I've listened to. So this yeah, dun, 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 number one kudos podfic and Teen Wolf, open the door. Written by Rene and read by the lovely Fire Juggler. The beam from his flashlight bobs along the ground as he walks. It's mostly unnecessary, given the moon above him, shining through the thin, empty branches. He's fucking freezing. It's getting late, and he has an essay to write and dinner to fix, so his father will eat something besides a hot pocket for dinner. Yeah, who is excellent. Mm-hmm. And this is a story that I have both read and listened to. Yeah, same. Um, because it's it's also a great story. Um, she does the music's really good in this. Yeah. Um, it's a, it's Arcade Fire, and I think it, it just it matches really nicely. Um, and it also I'm looking at the page; it has great cover art. <laughs> she, <laughs> she does. I don't know. I can't remember if she does it herself or if somebody else does it for her. But she generally has really interesting cover art. Yeah, it's really nice. I'm impressed by that. Mm. See, for me, because it was one of the first I listened to, and I wouldn't have watched the show at this point, she kind of, um, she would have been very influential on on how I chose to interpret those characters in in my podfic. Sure. Which is pretty cool, because that's another thing that happens when you are a fan of the fandom rather than the show. You tend to be influenced in the way you perform by... Yeah, by everything you've listened to. Yeah, yeah. yeah which is Instead cool. of by the actors themselves, which would happen if yeah. you're if you're yeah. watching something. I remember I watched the when I did watch the first season. I was like, wow, Derek is really not very growly. <laughs> he has like a normal <laughs> person's voice. Aww. <laughs> it's disappointing. <laughs> How do you feel about Styles? How closely is he portrayed? I look. I really like. Um, Bannon Styles, but I quite liked Styles in the show as well. I did. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's that's the first one. It's a classic. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's definitely a classic podfic in the fandom. And and let's see, number two, which is the one that we were saying neither of us is, has totally listened to because yeah. it's very traumatic, yeah. is Tiny Houses, <laughs> which is read by Jinxie, written by Oh My Jetsabel. The first thing Styles does when he wakes is wince. Everything hurts, and he knows he says that a lot and often, but this isn't hyperbole. From the crown of his head to the soles of his feet, Styles aches like nobody's business. He thinks about pushing up to an elbow, but immediately vetoes that. He decides instead to spend a few minutes kicking around inside of his own head, trying to remember who or what the actual fuck did this to him and left him here in some strange room. And I actually haven't even read it because it's just... I've read it and it's pretty full on, so... I'm not good at that. Yeah. <laughs> I, just, uh, I get overwhelmed easily and sometimes it's 
it's a better um, taking care of myself thing not to. Yeah. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, and what I can them. distance myself from in, in reading something, I, I find it a lot harder to distance myself from when listening. So Yeah, especially when it's a good reader. It just like, yeah. you know, if somebody can really bring it home, that's that's hard. And the comments on this, it's it's got like almost 70 comments yeah, and is, so many of them. Which is massive for Vodvik, as you so, all know. So, yeah, that's number two. And and as we said, I mean, I think both of us have listened to plenty of Jinxie and know that yeah. she's excellent as yeah. a reader anyway. So um that podfic aside and and you've got 68 other team of podfics to choose from <laughs> any of which i've left to do there you go. um if you if you want uh, yeah way, and most of them are way less tragic than this one i think <laughs> yeah um the third one on the list is far more my style and i have listened to it many many times and i think we possibly wrecked this in a past episode do you reckon? yeah maybe it I don't either we've wrecked it or we talked about it. I'm not sure which. Okay. So, yeah, this is Fire Juggler shows up again, but as the author for this one. And Uh Ink Junket, who I love, is the reader. Random Craigslist misconnections, Derek Styles, not think of (laughs) It didn't start out this way. This wasn't the plan. Styles had entered college with the same dumb hope and optimism with which he had started high school, and hadn't that been an epic mistake? It was going to be awesome. He and Scott were going to be surrounded by people just like them. Dorks ahoy. Geeks are us. He would find himself a non-Lydia who thought he was awesome, and they would ride off into the sunset with matching diplomas and get jobs, and life would be awesome. So, yeah. Styles left for college all, Victory arms! But by the end of the first semester, it had turned into more of a half a victory arm. And I can remember when Fire Juggler posted this, she was like, oh, you know, it's not a story. I'm not an author. You know, she was very. Yeah. But it, it's it's cool. It's it's definitely a story. And it definitely just kind of exploded into fandom. I mean, I think it got podficked pretty quickly after it was posted. Yeah. And it's kind of, it's one of those unexpectedly touching, mm. like you think it's going to be really silly, yeah. but actually it, it kind of gets you in the feels. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that's exactly is, right. It it gets you in the feels. Yeah. Which and is you, definitely. You, you could you tell know, that Ink Junket was like loving it. You could tell that she had a lot of um, a love for the story and the characters. Yeah. I'm I'm again I'm I'm sitting in the comments again and there's actually a comment from Fire Juggler that says I love just the way you kind of melded the tone from the slightly more cracky beginning to the more serious middle part was amazing yeah. which is exactly what I'm trying to say yeah. like it starts out where you're just like oh this is funny sounds like <laughs> whatever and then you get to the serious thing where Derek is you know is actually having to like you know, come back from being feral and whatever. And she just yeah. gets the tones like that. That kind of uh, building of tone is just amazingly done. So, yeah. And I think authors can never underestimate how much it means to podfickers to get a comment to like get that. that. Yeah. yeah. To get that feedback and, and to have affected the author with their own story. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I, I would agree because, because I mean, Nothing wrong if you're an author who doesn't do podfic and you don't comment, but that's what makes it even more special when when they do because because you're just you know that per- it's that person's work that you've taken time on, and so the fact that they appreciate it is always amazing. Yeah, yeah, definitely. 
I say, as I currently have an author comment that I need to respond to. She left like this amazing comment and I, (laughs) I've like partially um, written the response and I just, you know how it is where you're like, I need to give this an amazing amount of time. (laughs) And then it just time passes. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, so that's, that's an excellent um, podfic. That's number three. Mm -hmm. Number four on the list is more well-known for Bandom, possibly, Night Tracer with mm-hmm. Darling, It Is No Joke, which is and maybe hockey as well. She's read story. Hockey. Is she hockey as well? Yeah, she's read she's an read amazing hockey, actually, yeah, like more than I realized. Yeah. Um, I think she kind of started out in Bandom, and her Teen Wolf isn't bad either. She's got 29, it yeah. says. Um, hockey, she's read 70 hockey stories. Holy crap. And only 24 Bandom. Yeah, I thought so. Because I feel like every time, and this is no offense to Nitrous because she's amazing, but every time I read a cool band, a cool hockey story and think, I could pod fake that. <laughs> she's beating you to it. it. Like, oh, but this person's amazing. I don't need to. <laughs> Three pods are a is, thing, Jen. I know. But she is really good. I, I love a lot of her hockey. Um, yeah. Fic, um, and I've wrecked several of them, actually, in past episodes. Yeah. She has a really unique... Um, pace and cadence. The first thing Styles thinks when he opens the door is that it's not his birthday, but someone has sent him some kind of cop stripper. The guy is, God, he's breathtakingly hot, and Styles is just not this lucky in life. When he moved back to Beacon Hills after college, He had resigned himself to basically not getting laid for the two years he planned to stay. Fortunately, Stiles just stares with his mouth open like a complete goober instead of voicing any of this. She does. I think it takes getting used to. Yeah. Um, Because I was really thrown off, I think, the first podfic or two I listened. Well, we we actually potted together... uh, separately but at the same time a bandom story mm-hmm. and i remember listening to hers and being like i'm not sure if i get this but now i love her mm. so it just i think it just takes getting into the into the cadence as you say because there's a rhythm there's a rhythm to her reading that is very different to to what most other podfickers choose to go with yeah and mm-hmm. yeah once you get used to it it's delightful exactly yeah um and as you say this is also a great story mm-hmm. it's pretty horrible so so, yeah. Last on our top five, a fellow Australian who uh, who was in one of our previous episodes for an interview. It's Lunchy with binomial coefficients. He's practically invisible. Derek always looks slightly annoyed with everyone around him, and he still has more friends than Styles. High school isn't what Styles had hoped it would be. Once he gets past the worst of the crowd. Styles glances down at the piece of paper. If it's something stupid or useless, he might just throw it away. It takes a second for it to sink in, what he's seeing. And then he boggles. It's math. Really advanced math. And Derek has solved it using a method Styles knows isn't taught in the -the run-of-the-mill math classes most of Beacon Hills high schoolers plod their way through on their way to graduation. Such a great story. Such a great podvig. Oh, love this one. <laughs> this is like my sweet spot. It's a high school AU, and it's like 
Styles is a bit nerdy, and then Derek is like secretly a bit nerdy, and he's liked <laughs> the whole time, and she just a <laughs> rough little thing, but actually he like likes it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This was like it was like I was definitely one of those probably where way back in the day I read the thing and I was like, oh yeah, well that's a story for me. <laughs> so, all, all the tags I, are your. Yeah, your must yeah. haves. <laughs> Basically, yeah. Um, and Lunchy is is also a, a must listen to person. So, yeah. yeah, it's a good combo. So, with the top. Oh, five, and that's written, I should say that's written by Devil Doll. Yes, which, who is yeah. a fantastic um, Team Wolf author. I love her stuff in Team Wolf. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. I agreed. So, I mean, that's that's what I'm curious about about this top five list. I mean, to me, there's no surprise about who's on there because they're all really well-known people and, and good readers. But, mm-hmm. I mean, do you think do you think it's a certain combination? Do you think that when people recognise um, readers, they're more likely to download the, the podfic or do you think it's just great story choice or, I mean, how do they hit that sweet spot? Yeah, I mean, I think it's both. I think... I will always check if there's a podfic of something that I enjoyed reading. Yeah. So that's there. Yeah. Uh, but I also follow a lot of podfickers. So if you follow the podficker, yeah. then I wouldn't listen. I'm I'm not, you know, I, I'm not one of those people who would listen to anything somebody read, but I'll certainly try yeah. anything somebody read. So, I mean, that's definitely how I got into hockey, probably through Night Tracer in the first place, yeah. because... Um, I liked her random stuff and I kind of segued over when she started doing hockey. Um, So I I definitely think that you follow people in the same way that you follow authors, you know, not to say that a newbie can't kind of rise up through, but I think it takes time to kind of build a following, I guess. Yeah, because, I mean, it it was different when we first got in, or at least me, um, being the old granny. Um, (laughs) like you didn't have to work so hard, I think, to get kind of name recognition because there weren't so many. And there, there's so many people who are incredibly, incredibly prolific nowadays mm. too. Mm. That you just like, I mean, I look at some of the output of people. And I'm just like, there's yeah. no way like that would fit into my life. Yeah. It's it's amazing <laughs> that people do it, but it's just you know, I I don't know how they do. No, <laughs> but um. And some of it is how fast you are and things like that as well. But I just, I don't know. I mean, I, I find this a frustrating question because we've had, we had that talk back in the past where somebody asked, you know, would you wreck more newbies? And yeah. then we kind of started both thinking about it and saying, okay, we, I we think all three of us had a conversation where we were like, we would like to, but it's hard. Mm. Number one, because you wreck, we naturally just wreck what we've been listening mm. to. So it feels like an unnatural thing to go out and be like, I need to find this other thing. But how do but you also, find it anyway? How do you find it? Yeah, like sometimes newbies don't know about um, Amplificathon. Sometimes they aren't as aware of like AO3 or where it's going. And and there's so many older people who have so much stuff that I think it gets lost in the shuffle, yeah. I guess. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's um it's not impossible, but it's it's no. I think it's one of the um unfortunate truth i mean i think if you're good you know people will listen to you but it's it's not it's not as guaranteed as you know i think probably just just keep making stuff and eventually you'll have the numbers too and then it'll just kind of be willing to put in the the kind of time to kind of build a a fan base i guess people that know you and will subscribe and look out for your work and wreck it and yeah and i think also if you interact with fandom Mm -hmm. that helps as well 
I mean, if you're on Twitter talking to people or, or if you probably a really good way is just if you're participating in pod together or participating yeah. in TP or anything where they're going to be posting the list of works publicly, yeah. because I definitely will just go straight down the pod together list and listen to tons of stuff. Yeah. And I don't know who the people are or whatever. I mean, I'm not going to listen to fandoms that I don't have anything to do with, but yeah. I will just listen to a read. I'm not going to be like, I don't know that reader. I won't listen to it. You know, never <laughs> say that. No, I know. So, so yeah, that's a great way for people who wouldn't normally find you to find you because that public posting is perused by so many people. Yeah. And just being um, part of an anthology kind of people will be listening yeah. like, oh, I really like the sound of that person. I love their style. I'm going to go and, you know, check AO3 and see if they've, they've done yeah, anything else. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so ooh. I want to mention a couple of my favorite Teen Wolf readers just because they didn't pop up in the, you know, in the top five yeah. and everything. I mean, Erica Shaw, I've listened to heaps of her stuff and I will follow her from, from fandom to fandom. I will, I can't imagine what she would read that I wouldn't be able to listen. Um, Anatsuno. Mm -hmm. I remember Anatsuno yeah. struggled so much with this fandom because she wasn't, she wasn't 100% sold on the, the Derek Styles thing. Um, but that was, that's what it's all about in Teen Wolf, pretty much. Um, but she's she's produced some great stuff in Teen Wolf and heard the heard the owl, not heard the wolf. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So they're some of my favourites. Um, and Never Balance, who I've mentioned in previous episodes, she's recorded heaps of smoking hot Teen Wolf stuff. So mm -hmm. there's some names to look out for as well. Yeah, I mean, I I would definitely agree um, uh, on her, the owl, who, who we hadn't, you know, I had mentioned briefly before just by knowing her. Um, I think she's great. I also think Growlery is really good. Yeah, I uh, I listened to her, something of hers in the last few days. I can't remember what it was. I don't think it was Team Wolf. But, yeah, she's got such a cute voice. Yeah, yeah, that's good. And she's done some Femslash, uh, sorry, some Femslash uh, I think at least one of hers was that I listened to was Film Slash. No, one or two maybe. Um, and I like I like the girls in Teen Wolf. Um, yeah. So, and I don't have because I don't really watch the show. I don't have a preference for like, you know, all of those minor pairings. I'll whether they're background or if for, in the case of Film Slash, the main fic. I don't really mind how they get. I find many pairings interesting. Yeah. So. Um, or, or Polly or whatever. So, so yeah, so that's good. Um, and Night Tracer, as, as previously yeah. mentioned, yeah. really like. I mean, look, speaking of pairings. Yeah. Obviously, yeah, obviously Derek yeah. Styles, you pretty much can right. avoid that. But as I, as I said before, Styles is my Rodney McKay, which, which basically to me means that I will pretty much ship him with anyone that will bang him. Um, I've not Scott though, right? Like you wouldn't, would you read Scott, Scott, Styles, I, Scott? I don't look for it, but I ha have read and listened to some, okay. some good ones. Um, okay. there was uh, very, very rare because I do find Scott a little bit irritating. Um, okay. just because I don't, I just don't understand. He's so dumb. <laughs> I don't mind Scott, but I just, I like him in the fandom sense of just like, 
this this nice supportive yeah. friend for Styles where they just like have this like I love their friendship as yeah. it's portrayed often in fic as just this perfect thing and I think like although I do like friends to lovers stuff like I they like for instance like Kratom or something that's like all I ever <laughs> in, in American Idol them I I adore that trope I don't know but I don't mind Scott Isaac or Scott Allison or I I like the three of them together you know I usually don't listen to stuff where they're the main bit but as a background yeah it's cool. as a background it's it's fine i mean um i kind of like, like styles danny yes yep i like styles danny styles peter styles no. isaac no styles peter is so wrong it's right no, Jen. i know that's why it's probably it's just too wrong for me <laughs> peter, oh. <sighs> i don't mind an authority figure you know like it's not i don't have issue Chris with that kind styles. of stuff I, yes i don't mind that I, I would that that's okay, but just Peter himself is so like, ugh, he's such a I douche. <laughs> yeah, I can't do it, and I love Styles. Like, I just Styles is great. I know. <laughs> um, speaking of Dylan O'Brien, it's worth noting um, under the kind of umbrella of Teen Wolf uh, fandom, there's also some RPF of the cast. Yes, out there. Um, so it's a much smaller amount than than the show specific things. Um, but it does exist. So if you're into that, <laughs> um, weirdly, despite my lo- reading lots of RPF slash listening, I don't tend to always do it for this kind of fandom. So, so I don't think I've what listened to What do you mean by this kind of fandom? I mean, like, like a show based fandom. Like I listen, uh, I listen okay. to a lot of RPF that were like the only existing part of it is RPF. Yeah. But I, if it's if it's an alternative to the actual, you know, show based thing, then yeah. I don't. I'm less likely to. Yeah, yeah. I think I think that's about it. So we can do Rex. Yes. Yes, Rex. All right. I've been kind of on a podfic binge lately, so a lot of you have probably gotten comments from me because I've just been listening to all the things. Um, cool. And now I remember which gallery podfic I listen to because it's one of my wrecks. <laughs> <laughs> Fail. <laughs> um, it's yeah. Baby Must Be Good to You, written by Haribo and read by Growlery. It's actually... Um, uh, the 100 AU, and it's Clark Bellamy Raven. And, like, I only discovered the 100 recently, and I it was not what I expected. It wasn't the usual kind of teen, stupid, decision-making drama thing. It kind of, I don't know, it, it, it just seemed like every character was interesting and every character – even when they made bad decisions, you could see where the bad decision was coming from. Um, I don't know if you've watched the show. Mm-mm, I've never seen it. Okay. Um, so this is like – it's not modern AU because they're in space, so I guess it's a, <laughs> an ancient AU because they're in current time in this story. Sure. And it, it just takes away all the kind of angst and and peril and everything from the show and just has this kind of really relaxed – um, pairing of of some really damaged people in the show, and Growlery did this this awesome job. It was actually read for one of um, the squares on Podfic Bingo, which was Read Sexy, which I didn't oh, realize right. until after I went back to comment, and I was like, "Yep, yeah, nailed it." 
I mean, this is a pairing that I never would have thought about before. It was a great story. And Growlery really did the kind of natural sounding sexiness, if that makes sense. Okay. And mm-hmm. just great pacing for the story and the reading. It, it just, I really enjoyed it. The second wreck I have was another pairing that I don't really do. Um, I'm not in the Hobbit fandom, I wouldn't say. Mm-hmm. I was in Lord of the Rings fandom, but I don't know. Not in the Hobbit. Yeah. This was such a feel-good pod fic. Like, you'll just be grinning from start to finish. It's called The Greatest Treasure in Erebor, and it was written by the narrator and read by the Dragon Girl. And basically, Bill, it's kind of like a fix-it thing where everyone's just happy after the end of The Hobbit and no one died. And <laughs> you know, just rainbows and butterflies. Yeah. Um, and Bilbo's staying with Thorin uh, under the mountain, and he just... He finds that he keeps getting distracted and they won't let him leave, basically, because <laughs> Thorin obviously wants Bilbo to be his queen. Um, yeah. <laughs> and it's just so cute, all these dwarves trying to think of reasons that Bilbo should stay and, you know, it was just adorable. And the um, the dragon girl just read it in such a light, breezy, adorable way. It just it cheered me up so much. Yeah, I didn't know her as a reader. Is she she's somebody I, she's not you're aware somebody of? that I'm aware of. Um, but yeah, I'd recommend her. Yeah, she's got a she's got a good amount of Podvik I'm looking, although it's more Lord of the Rings and Hobbity. It's kind of fandoms I, I don't listen to as much yeah. and that's probably why. Although here's the Lizzie Bennett Diaries one. Ooh, see, so you're discovering new things. <laughs> I know. This is how it happens. Oh, Twelfth Night. I might have to investigate that. So, cool. Okay. New reader there for me. Um, I have two as well. Um, These are two kind of older bandom ones. Um, I thought I'd I'd wreck a couple things that I have listened to a million times and, and, you know, very much enjoy. Um, And the first one is called Starts in My Toes. It's read by the one called Eli, and it's written by Fox Cub. Um, and it's a, it's a bandom one that is Spencer, John Walker, which is not a pairing that I listen to or read that often, but I don't know. I used to be pretty easy for panic pairings. <laughs> I, I got a little more OTP over the years, but, um, this one it's, it's, you can tell it's an older podfic. I think that there's a bit of background noise that like now I would notice more than I used to, but I've listened to it so many times that I don't even, you know, like it's just part of it now. Yeah, it's just part of it. Yeah, and it, it's it's just a really cute little high school AU. It's pretty short. Um, and it's just like Spencer pining over John Walker, who's like cool and kind of oblivious, but actually likes him too. Very similar to the aforementioned character. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I mean, I think this is my um my same sweet story, here. different fandom, <laughs> a little bit. Um, but and it also has she the music in it is really great. Um, and she used it's I, I followed the link and the link is dead now because it's, it's um. I don't know when this was posted. Oh, it's 2013, but I guess that is like three years ago. But um, the the music, she said it was a band that John Walker was in high school, which is kind of crazy. Um, and it says, check out their songs on my their MySpace, which is that's the death. <laughs> MySpace. <laughs> it's pretty hilarious. But anyway, it, it's the music, not only the music, but also sound effects. And I think from her notes, 
on her link to Tumblr, it was like the first one she had done with sound effects and it is kind of earlier. Um, but she's got some good like phone sounds and, and the band playing at the party that they go yeah. to and things like that, which is, is well done. Um, so there's that. And then the second one is the one where they're all ducks, <laughs> which is read by Diane McKay and written by Sunset Mog. Um, and yeah, this is a bandom story where they're all ducks which um, it's it technically does have like Frank G and Pete Mikey pairings, but those are like kind of vague pairings that are more like, like the point of it is more like just, (laughs) just, I mean, (laughs) this is such a like random Sunset Mog story. Like she just basically imagined all the main people that you see in Bandom and thought, what would they be like as a duck? And just took it really seriously and wrote a story about it. Um, and it is so freaking cute. And the pod fig is adorable. <laughs> Again, I have listened to it untold times. It's just silly. Um, but I think Diane McKay does the, the pod fig really well because she kind of takes it seriously in the same way. Like the story is definitely written tongue in cheek, but it's still presented in a serious way. If yeah. that even makes sense. No, yeah, that makes like, perfect sense. Where you're just meant to be like, yeah, these guys are ducks. And yeah. this, this is totally what G would be like as a duck. Like, come on, it works. Um, and there's a bit where like a little girl calls the Spencer duck fat and the Spencer duck gets so mad. And then, and he's just like all fluttering and she does it so much. Kills me every time. And then all the other ducks are like protective and G1, you know, they're talking about like G wants to like have a protest. And I just, it's really, <laughs> I don't know. It's such a silly story, but um, but totally adorable. And the podfic is, oh uh, yeah, I love it. So, um, so yeah, so that's that's a great one. I I like Diane McKay a lot. I, I like her voice. Yeah. So she has a very smooth voice. Um, yeah, and those those are my recs. Cool. So there we go. And we we not not Teen Wolf Rex, obviously. We've, no. We've, well, we figured we'd mention our stories during the body of the. Yeah. Of the episode. Um, and I'll, yeah, I'll put links in to all our favourites, to all the favourite um, readers in the fandom. And you can go check out their stuff for stories you might be interested in. Definitely. Well, thanks for joining us for our inaugural showcase of a fandom. Uh, I hope you enjoyed it. Next month will be our one-year anniversary and we've decided to do an Ask Me Anything episode, which, as the name Ooh. implies means that any of you can send us a tweet or an email or a, a recording asking us absolutely anything. It can be about past podcasts. It can be about future podcasts. It can be about our podfic. It can be about our political feelings. It can be about <laughs> anything you want, our favorite color. <laughs> um, yeah. Maybe I'll yeah, send we'll one t- in to you, Jen. <laughs> Excellent. We take questions through Twitter or the the Gmail or Tumblr, yeah. you know, wherever you want to put them. Yeah. Okay. So thanks for joining us and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.